Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Deal Masters. I am your host, Sterling Anderson. I have an awesome, awesome, amazing guest today. She's the hotel diva herself. She's the founder and CEO of the Vaughn Group and a new startup called Vesters. We'll get into that. She has over 15 years in the hospitality industry, and she has managed over $1 billion in assets and currently has over $30 million in assets under management. She's also the author of the best-selling book, How to Buy a Hotel, and she's one of the youngest owners of a Hilton Hotel brand. Devon, Devon Reeves, welcome to Deal Masters. How are you? I am doing well, Sterling. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. I couldn't think of anyone better to have for our relaunched our relaunch show, so I definitely wanted to get at you with that. You're doing so many amazing things. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we'll get into it. Kind of tell us who is Davon Reeves. Kind of let us know your, you know, where you're from and who who are you. Sure. So my name is Davon Reeves. I am the president and founder of the Von Group. We are a hotel consulting and investment firm, and we also not only am I the president and founder of the Von Group, but I am also the CEO of Vester, uh, which is a crowdfunding platform for commercial real estate, where you can invest in commercial real estate, including hotels, as well as raise capital. And I'm the co-owner of three hotels across two different states, the Home Two Suites in El Reno, Oklahoma, the Stay Bridge Inn and Suites in Indianapolis, Fishers, and the Hampton Inn and Suites in Scottsburg, Indiana. Awesome. Good, 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 good. Okay. And you guys just celebrated your your, your, your fifth year anniversary. That so, is correct. Yes. Yes. Big congrats on that. Love it, love it, love it. So how did you get your start in the hospitality industry? Like kind of where was your your first place, your first job to the point where you started to to get into owning hotels? How was your how was your journey there? So I actually got my start off working as a front desk agent. I was in operations for six and a half years. And then in 2013, I worked as a non-paid intern for a hotel consulting firm. And that was my introduction to hotel ownership or the transactional side of hotels. And from there, so I worked there in the morning, non-paid, worked at night. And then at the Hyatt, and then uh, in I was there for about two years. Yeah. So I did not pay for about about three months. And after that, full time. And then two years later, I worked for a larger firm, CHM Morning. And that there, that's why I help oversee or help manage a billion dollars in assets and hotel assets. So I get the question a lot as far as like, you know, why hotels? Right. <laughs> and um, as you can see, why that's where I got my start. I didn't I didn't know yes. it was an asset class. Got it, got it, got it. Did you ever have like any interest in multifamily or kind of has it always been hotels? It's always been hotels, but I really, yeah. didn't, I didn't really know anything about commercial real estate. I really didn't know anything about real estate. It was just like you own your home, right? I, di I didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't understand the investment process. And by the time, I, I just, I just, I didn't understand it, you know? Yeah. If yeah. I would have known what I know now, oh boy. Oh man. <laughs> I said the same thing. Like I started off in the single family game, but if I would have known, you know, what was happening on the commercial side and, and multifamily and, and hospitality, I definitely would have jumped and started at that first. And I know. 
but yeah. you know, it is what it is. You got to learn. Well, right. well, right now, which I think is such an amazing thing, is that you're you're currently sitting on a thirty million dollar portfolio. So we talk about you know buying your very first hotel. What was that experience like? Oh wow, um, that experience. Well, I partnered with Mike Ely and Nassau Investments, yes. and that experience it was great. Definitely, you know, relationships matters. Mm-hmm. You know really understand how to evaluate hotels helps um but biggest the biggest thing is how we got that deal was um through through relationships and i probably met mike in 2019 you know we just stayed in contact and then uh, the deal came along in two we missed out on his first deal he had a deal in in uh ohio so we missed out on that one then the arena deal came across my desk and it was so funny because I did not know where Arena was, so I had to Google it just like the rest of <laughs> so people always say they want why Arena. Hey, that's right. Where, that's where the money was, okay? You know, right, right, right. I go where the deals at, baby. <laughs> all the time, all the time. Go where the deals is at. That's awesome. So if you could do that whole process over again as far as you know, jumping into your first hotel, is there anything that you would do different? No. Yeah. Just, just enjoying the ride, enjoying the experience. That's what yeah, I'm nah, that was a good deal. That was a good first deal on my own. Yeah. I've done deals before, but it wasn't on my own. That was with, um, I was with the other company and it wasn't my deal. It was somebody else's deal. Cause you know, we were right. in a advisory capacity. Got it, got it. Cool, cool, cool. So kind of jumping here, you have a mission to create more African-American hotel owners. And I love that. I know that's one of the, one of the ways that I came in contact with you. Um, tell us more about that mission and, and how you're doing with that. Because I know you're doing some tours and that people can jump in on. You're doing some webinars to help out people. Tell us more about your mission and doing that. Well, thank you and thank you for supporting. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You know, wait, I can't wait to check into your hotel. Yes, 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 yes. We got to put it out there in the universe. Right. Yeah, so I'm actually about to finish up my 10 city tour for 2022 so in-person tours and what those tours look like we actually tour hotels behind the scenes uh we were fortunate enough to be sponsored by Wyndham Choice and IHG so very fortunate to have them to sponsor our tours where we would tour the hotels back at the house and then we will have and then you get an opportunity to meet with the brand like you literally get a chance to talk with them to pick their brain and really see what that process looks like in, in becoming a hotel owner from a brand perspective, right? Awesome. And um, and and also, you know, building that community, right? So people are networking with each other, meeting with each other, uh, you know, hopefully get on the deal with each other. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, webinars, I had to, you know, webinars really, you know, informational fundament. I have online, I had online courses. You know, a lot of that stuff is transitioning to uh, my Vester Academy now. And so with mm-hmm. Vester Academy, it's, it's, it's not even just hotels, it's daycares, multifamily, just just overall commercial real estate. Because uh, as, as for, for Black folks, we're underrepresented yes. in a lot, of, a lot of commercial real estate. And one thing I've realized and throughout this journey is wherever the money is, there is not a lot of Black people. There's not a right. lot of people of color. Come on now. Yeah. So yeah. I like to tap into those markets where I'm yes. like, wait a minute, you know what? Nobody looks like me. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm used to being in those rooms and it's like, hey, why not? You know, so right. I mean, I... I 
I feel like I've done a pretty good job in the hotel space. And now I'm off in the tech and the equity space with uh, my Vesta platform. So that's, that's my new baby. That's my new, that's, that's my new life right now. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm definitely planning on hopping on that platform. With you. I we can't wait. We're waiting on you. Yeah, I got I to gotta come get it. So we definitely going to talk about that. That's awesome. Good, good, good. So for, you know, someone who's looking to buy their first hotel or develop their first hotel, kind of explain to us the different type of hotels that you can invest in and kind of walk us through that process of buying your first hotel. Yeah, so there are probably about 20 different hotel types, right? Yeah. And the type of hotels that I recommend for folks to start off with, and I'm sure I've showed, shared this with you as well, mm-hmm. is to get into that economy, limited service, select service sector. And the reason why those hotels are, they're more, one, they're more scalable, and then two, they're easier to get in from a new hotel owner standpoint, right? Yeah. So there are not as many expenses, the, those hotels are typically a lot lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the type of brands that you can get into, maybe the network requirement won't be as high. So, and also those particular hotels, since there's not a lot of expenses, means a lot of profit coming down to the bottom line for you all as an owner, right? Awesome. Okay. And so with that, that's what you can use to scale. So, and a lot of times people who are coming into the hotel sector if they're coming from a different facet of commercial real estate or even residential that's an easier way to get in right it may it just yeah. makes more sense especially folks who are coming from multifamily and i recommend for them getting the extended extended stay model right. right because then they could you know with the kitchenette and there's a lot of different extra strategies yeah. that can be done you know current converting a hotel to senior living senior living the hotel vice versa so it's a lot of different things that be, can, can be done you know with with the extent with the extended stay model and because with real because with hotels not only are you owning the real estate but you're owning the operating business so that's yes. what makes it sexy right that's what makes that it a sexy sense. asset class and a lot of times people want to have that in their portfolio because not only have do they have that site control of the real estate but they also are owning the business as well that's awesome that's good 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 yeah you guys hear that i'm telling you this is who you need to be tapping into when it comes to buying a hotel so we're definitely going to get into where you can follow her where you can get all of her stuff um so that you can get on that path to to hotel ownership for sure so and that kind of leads me to my next thing the book that book is such an amazing book that you wrote kind of walk us through that journey as far as writing that book and what it's about and, and where can people get it yeah, well, people like you all, people told me, that. they were like, hey, Devon, is there a book on how to yes. buy a hotel? Because people, you know, they understand things differently, right? Right, right? And I'm not like a step-by-step person. So yeah. people, you know, people read differently. And I mean, people, you know, they their learning journey is different. So I put yeah, the book together, it. really fundamental, right? I'm big on fundamentals because a lot of times people just go into stuff and they just like, they don't have the fundamentals and they make a lot of costly mistakes. Right. So this book is really just the fundamentals of really how to cause how to get into the hotel ownership space. I think a lot of times um, people over overcomplicate the hotel process and it's really like it's it's real estate, right? Yeah, and everything that's it. is different. So I keep saying, Devon, is there a checklist for buying a hotel? And it's not really a checklist because every deal is different, right? right. So you have the fundamentals, which I described, and then you have certain things for certain types of hotels. So with the book, I put it together 
you know, based off of, you know, some of the mistakes that I've made, some of the mistakes that I've seen, mm-hmm. some of the feedback that I've received as far as, you know, when I when I talk to people about getting into the hotel ownership space, how they want to start their own brand and the different types of brands and the different diverse and different diversity yeah. programs. Also in the book, there's I did a webinar series where you could interact with it was it was live during the pre during the pre-order. But during the but after but now you know it's available. It's pre, so it's pre-recorded sessions. One session, you know how to actually analyze the deal. Awesome. Another one is, I mean, under twenty minutes, how to invest in the REIT, and also different hotel investors and how they got their start. So that way you can see different pathways because every pathway is different, right? Yeah. And and my and my approach to things is a little different because I came from the hotel space. So it's, right. it's I think it's good to hear different people journeys, especially from the folks who didn't come from the hotel space and how they became a hotel owner or an investor. For sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So there are definitely some good programs out there for first time you know, hotel owners. One that I'm a part of is Wyndham's Bowl program, which since I hopped in has been amazing. Um, we're looking at- Did you tell them I sent you? I talked to, to, to Sam Smith and then the regional director, um, Joe, I forget his last name, and okay. I mentioned you. Okay. So, but yeah, that we're doing a, a dual branded Makinta Hawthorne, which is one of their new, you know, one of their new brands. It's an awesome, awesome brand. You got Makinta and then you have Hawthorne for the extended stay. Awesome brand. Um, okay. and yeah, and just well, being you know, a part well, you of know, when you need to raise some capital, you know where to go. That's what I was talking about earlier. That's what we're going to do on that platform. So we're going through the whole, you know, licensing process now. I've sent in the application, you know, have to be awarded the franchise and, and go through that whole process. So yes, definitely at that point, we're going to hop on that platform and make it happen. Awesome. I'm for looking sure. forward to it. I can't wait. Yes, 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 yes. So what are some other programs that are out there for new hotel owners? You know, a lot of the a lot of the flags, a lot of the different brands, they have, you know, programs for, you know, African Americans and, and for people who are looking to get into those. Kind of speak on those as well. So we have the choice. They have a program called the Emerging Markets Program and they target minorities as well and women and veterans. Uh, they were probably, I think they were the first to do it. They're not the only anymore. They used to be the only, but you know, since Wyndham rolled out with their bowl program uh, in July. And my Marriott has a program. They have a diversity program, but I don't, I love Marriott as a brand, of course. Yes. But not for a first time hotel owner because they, it's, it's, it can be pricey. Sure. From an ownership standpoint. Okay. And um, so I recommend for those who probably have like a couple hotels under their belt, you know. There you go. Yes, you, you know, I, I just, I, that's just in my opinion, hey, some people are like, I ain't want to marry yet. I'd be like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> right, you know, you, you go right ahead, you know. So they right. do have a program, like I said, but that's mostly for folks who, you know, probably have a couple hotels under their belt or, you know, yeah. are really are extremely well capitalized or if you have a really good location. Now, sometimes the location, so it's three things that makes a hotel successful. You have the location, the brand, and the operator, right? Mm-hmm. And so if the location just makes sense and it has to be a Marriott, then hey, then that's what you have to do. Right. But sometimes it just doesn't make sense, right? And so the brands will let you know if they want to do it or not, you know? Yeah. 
that goal is the one to be on every corner, but of course it has to make sense. They're in the money-making business. They want to make money. So if it's not going to make mm -hmm. any money, then they're not going to put their brand on it. Right. So that's just one thing you have to realize. For example, I always use American Georgia because I have family down there, right? So it's a mm -hmm. really small town. They have a Hampton Inn and the Best Western, right? That's probably the best hotels in that area. I highly doubt that Marriott is going down there. It doesn't right. make because the Mary because the market is not going to it's not going to make sense. So let's say you inherited some land from your grandma and it's just happened to be in Times Square. Mm -hmm. And it's a big enough footprint that you could put a hotel there. Yeah. yeah Marriott may want to be like, you know what? Yeah. Let's talk. Right, right. Let's have that conversation because we probably that that space just makes sense for us to get there. You see what I'm saying? You see what yeah. I mean? At a different gotcha. location in a different market, because they have to be able to charge and command that rate. So if the rate isn't there, it won't make any sense. You know, so I get that a lot. People are like, oh, but I love staying at the Marriott, and I'm like, I'm sure you do, but it may not make sense for your particular lane. You That's know, right. That's this it. Market. Yeah. Good, good. Okay, that's good to know because I was thinking about that. I said, well, let me let me do a couple of these over here first, and then maybe we can talk about Marriott and and, and doing that type of program. So that's that's really good to know. You know, I, I do want to mention. I love I love how you are documenting your journey. I do a yes. horrible job at that. I'm trying to do a better job. So you <laughs> are doing a fantastic job. Keep it up because ten years from now you can go back. Like I don't have any pictures. Like when I was on my five year anniversary, the webinar. Right. I don't have any pictures. But I like, remember I you said that. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I don't have any pictures. So now I'm just trying to do a better job of, of documenting. People keep asking, do you have a picture of you at the front desk? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, definitely document, document, document. Document that whole entire journey for sure. Yeah. Got it, got it. So like the, the different organizations like, you know, NABHOOD and I think there's one called AHOA. Are there are any more organizations that people should become a part of getting into it? AHOA is good. That's a really good one. Asian American yeah. Hotel Owners Association. I don't know if you're a member, but I think that's a really good one. NABHOOD, of course. Um, AHLA, which stands for the American Hotel Lodging Association is another one. That's more from the operation side, but it's good for my owner because you get to see all of the di different vendors and what's needed for a hotel, like your sheets, right. your robes, your soap, you know, so they give you a lot of operational input and they have a really good expo. So awesome. that's a good one. Another one, LA Chase, it's good. It's information. You just want to get as much information as right. you can. Uh, yeah. So those are, th th those are good ones to start from an educational standpoint. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So that kind of leads me to the next thing as far as some key people that you should have on your team. You know, when building a hotel, I know from an operational standpoint, you know, that management team is going to be very, very crucial. Are there any other people or companies that you should have on your team in buying your hotel? Yeah, you definitely want to have a broker if you don't know how to find a hotel, of course. Mm -hmm. So shout out to my good friend in the industry, hospitality, uh, uh, the broker, broker Omari Head. Yep. And then you definitely want to have an attorney, right? Mm -hmm. You want to have a hotel attorney, as you can see, going through your journey, negotiating those contracts, right? So right. you really, really want to get someone who understands the language. We have a consultant or an asset manager. They help from the business side, understanding the business terms. You also want to have, that's about it for right now, yeah. the acquisition. The act, because now for you, you're developing, 
So you want to have, you're going to need an architect. You're going to need an interior mm -hmm. designer. You know, you're going to need, you know, you know, a lawyer for the management agreement, for the, the, the franchise agreement, you know, the operating agreement. So really having a really good lawyer that understands that. Yeah. You know, having, um, you know, finding an asset manager that can help you determine which, uh, which which management company you should work with is will help as well. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely finding all that stuff out now because development is a, certainly a whole different beast. Yeah, uh, I don't <laughs> first time people, but <laughs> I hop, I hopped right on in. But with that bold program, I mean, there's so much information and so much help that they give you. Um, even when it comes to even cutting down on some of the fees mm -hmm. when it comes to developing yeah, and getting yeah, started. Yeah, so it's a really, yeah. really good program. So it's cool. Yeah. Um, great program. So, yeah, yeah, definitely a great program. So with that, where do you see the hospitality industry headed right now? We've been through COVID. We've been through, you know, a lot of what happened with that. What do you see? Where do you see the industry headed now? Yeah, I see the industry going. I see the industry coming back, right, as a lot of people can see. I see a lot of people are going to get into hotels. I definitely see that coming. You know, we're talking about hotels ownership and we're making, you know, making it cool, right? It's like, oh, right. the secret's right. out. Yep. So I definitely see since they're going to be, this is going to be an increase in diverse hotel owners. I, I see there's going to be an increase in diversity when it comes to executives, right? Because now mm -hmm. owners, they have those decision-making powers. So I definitely see that. I see the I see travel the bit so leisure travel I think I think we're good on that that came back yes. People, with that pent up demand with COVID everybody gone right 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 oh so, you know TSA like everybody travel yeah that's it the the biggest thing is trying to get that base which is that group and corporate travel so the groups are starting to come back they're not coming back as, as strong but the business travels I think because a lot of I, I see it coming back because a lot of the offices. A lot yeah. of the corporations, they're demanding that their employees, like, come back to work, which mm -hmm. is weird, because I'm like, they did a good job for two years. But anyway, right. so them that they come back to work. And so with that case, with that being a case, and that, that corporate travel will probably come back. So I'm curious to see what that would look like. You know, um, I don't see Airbnb being a huge threat. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but it's still going to be here. Right. Yep. And... As far as, you know, like OTAs, I mean, I, that's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So that's where I see, I see maybe probably more boutique hotels or lifestyle brands. Right. You know, I, I see that because people, they're just really big on experiences. You know, there's, you know, so I, yeah. I, I see that happening a lot. You know, a lot of the motels are being renovated and being real cool and lifestyle and boutique-ish. I'm sorry. So people, I think people are just going to get more creative when it comes to the stay, um, which will force a lot of the brands to not do the, you know, the cookie cutter, you know, right, you no know, corporate, you know, stoic feel, you know, mm -hmm. when it comes to hotels. I, I, I see that changing. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed a couple of brands just rolling out some new, you know, new concepts to not have such a either more more of a modern feel but not such a, a cookie cutter feel you know that they had before so i'm starting to see a couple of those too right exactly exactly yeah. and so, then and that's something that i learned from you you know when people can they can own a hotel independently like we have one called the farnham here in omaha nebraska 
but I thought that was a, a Marriott hotel. They're just tying into Marriott system. I learned that from you. Yes, you can autograph, do that. Your autograph. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So a lot, and that's a lot of independent hotels. That's what they're doing. They're they're joining the major brands because you know that reservation system is just expensive, right? right? You know, yeah. people sometimes people complain about the fees. I was actually just talking to somebody about this the other day. They were complaining about the fee, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, let's let's talk about this. So if you have a Wyndham property and then it's a no-name property across the street, more than likely that guest is going to stay at that Wyndham property, mm-hmm. right? right? Or you have to put in more marketing dollars just to attract that person to stay, to not to stay at that Wyndham property, to stay at your property, right? Yep. So you're buying into their reservation system. So, you know, people are like, oh, I want to start my own brand. And I'm like, okay, you're competing with a brand that's been around longer than your grandparents. Exactly. Right? exactly. So why are you trying to reinvent the wheel? Just if you want to create your own brand and do a soft brand. And then it's extremely expensive to yeah. create your own brand. I don't think people realize that. They're like, I want to create my own brand. And I'm like, right. oh, I'm like well, yeah. Okay. Remember, I was going to do that development deal in Miami. You say it again? That was yeah. Remember when I was going to do that development deal in Miami? We were going to do a hotel. That was yeah, yeah. Independent. Oh my goodness, we would have been. I don't even know if <laughs> I don't even know if that project would have panned out because we were going to be. It, it just became so expensive to do that project and just be independent. So you mm-hmm. really have to take a look at that. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people they don't you know they don't realize that, and I just say hey. You do what you got to do. Be blessed. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. So, what are your future goals for your hotel portfolio? Where do you see, you know, the portfolio going? Are you in other markets? Are you are you are you global? What do you What do you think? I just want to get a Hyatt. Yeah. And, um, I think everybody know that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows. The CEO. Awesome. Everybody knows. It's, yeah, it's not. That's what's up. Yeah, everybody knows I want to get a Hyatt. So that is not, I think, like the chief development officer. Everybody knows I want to Hyatt. So everyone knows it's not. That's awesome. Yeah. And, but really, so once I get my check, my Hyatt, I'll be happy. But uh, my goal right now is investor. So I don't plan on adding any hotels. I don't look at any hotels. People send me deals all the time. And I tell them, I don't don't even look at it. I I don't even open the email. Because I said this is somebody else <laughs> because my focus is Vester. That's my new baby. Yeah. And I focus on one thing at a time. I played this fool. So as you, right as you, you can see, going through the hotel process, it is very, yes. it, yeah, it's very time yeah. consuming and you have to be extremely focused. And it's a job in itself. So it yeah. is. It really is. And then that leads me to my next question. Vester, this is the new baby. So I definitely want to talk more about Vester. You know, why you decided to get into that space, what Vester is about, and certainly where can people get more information on it as well. Yeah, sure. Definitely go to Vester.com, V-E-S-T-E-R-R.com. We are a crowdfunding platform. We launched in July, uh, July 11th, 2022, my dad, my late daddy's birthday. Yeah. And um, so the platform, what you can do, it, and the reason why, let me take a step back. The reason why I created this platform, I created this platform because when I was going through my process of raising capital for my hotels, I realized that they, there wasn't a crowdfunding platform for me to raise capital. Mm-hmm. 
and it, if it was, it was hard to get in because you had to have a you had to have a real estate portfolio minimum. Right. I don't have that. You know, the people who invest had to be an accredited investor. I'm like, I don't know that many accredited investors. If I get the time, I wasn't even one, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, how this doesn't make any sense. Like I can't, I can't even use this. So that's why I created Vester because there are people like yourself, right? Yeah. Basically, this is something for you, right? Yeah. Someone who wants to raise capital for their project, but they don't know where to go to get the investors, right? Mm-hmm. Or they need that additional marketing arm to help them raise that capital. And then you have people who want to invest in a deal. They want to invest with you, but they don't know where to go. Right. And I kept getting, you know, hey, Devon, I want to invest in a hotel, but I don't know where to go. And, you know, just to, I'm like, hey, let me just go ahead. Let me just <laughs> let me create a platform real quick. You know, when yeah. I was like, it took a long time. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. to launch this project. So it's, it's here's launch. We have some deals in the pipeline. We actually have a deal on it now. Can't wait for your awesome. deal to get on. I'm super yes. excited. Cannot wait. It should be, it sounds like it should be pretty pretty soon pretty pretty soon yeah pretty have soon. Site control of the deal already what'd you say you have control of the deal like the, the site already so we're doing yeah we're doing site site selection we've been doing that this week and you know we're doing it over the next couple of weeks we've narrowed it down to a couple of sites now okay. um but we're still of course have some more you know some more stuff coming in we had one but the seller backed out he's just like eh, i'm gonna take this in a new direction so we're gonna put us back out there looking for another site but right um it's, it's part of the process right well hey once you get under contract let me know so let's yes uh, we can put it on the platform it's absolutely cool. and what i love about that platform too is this you know just like the webinar um and i forget the lady's name that that did that webinar a couple weeks ago just kind of discussing more of the deal discussing projections um and then answering questions i love that part of it too because investors should be you know informed about that particular deal if you're looking to, to raise capital so that that's awesome well, you'll be doing the same thing when yep. you get the deal on the platform. <laughs> Go ahead and get prepared, buddy. Exactly, exactly. I'm gonna be ready for it. I'm gonna be ready for it. Awesome. And then also too, you just launched a new podcast, right? Yeah, we relaunched it. Next Gen yes. Launching, Omari, myself, and uh, Chris Christopher Henry. This is more so for the folks who. This is just more a, a lot of uh, it doesn't really teach you about hotel ownership, but it's more so on the operations. Well, not even operation side, just yeah. more so on just the hotel industry. And the reason why we created the podcast, because thank you for that, for bringing it up. The reason oh, why yeah. we created the podcast, because we noticed that when we do a lot of events to do a lot of things, a lot of the people, they don't look like us. And yeah. also, this has been bothering me for years that the future, <clears throat> like what's gonna happen to the future of the hospitality industry, right? Like these hotels yeah. that we're developing and building and acquiring, in order for it to run, we're going to need people, right? This is right. a people business. Mm-hmm. As you can see, when you get your hotel, this is this is a people business, right? Robots won't be able to replace it. I know they're trying. Yeah, uh-huh. it, is not the same. it is not the same. Now there are some people they come into a hotel, you will never see them. They don't come to the front desk. They tweet to get towels and you never see, and they check out from their phone. Like you never see them. Right. That's fine. But then you have guests who literally want to come to the front desk and they want to talk and they yeah. need help and they want to call and they need to talk to someone. So 
it's a, so you need people in order to do that. You know, right. um, yeah. I don't think they've created a robot, or maybe they have. I think they've created a robot that's going to make beds or something like that. So that's crazy. The, the thing is, from an ownership standpoint, the labor model is like the labor is like the, the huge, you know, the biggest expense. Right. You'll see that on your journey. So you always yeah. kind of think of ways to cut corners to bring more money down to the bottom line. But at the end of the day, the hotel is a people business, right? And so in order for us to keep this this industry going, we had need people, right? But people are slowly, they're leaving because, I mean, I'm just going to be honest, it can burn you out because it's a 24-7 right. hotels don't close, right? Yes, it's like a hospital. Right. A hospital doesn't close. Fire stations, they don't close. First responders, they don't close, right? 24-7. So as other jobs, you can get burnt out. And so we had, so we created this podcast to talk, to have people who our generation and younger talk about these issues and that way we can hear these perspectives because a lot of the perspectives are coming from the people that are so not in touch with what's going on in the hotel. Yeah. Like, probably like what, uh, you know, 10 years since I worked at a front desk, mm-hmm. right? So I'm out of touch. And it's been, te- like, it's literally, it's so many things that have changed with it. Some of the things are the same, but some of the things are completely different. So I'm even wow. out of touch. So I talk to my front desk agent, like, hey, what's going on? You know, yeah. I want to know how are you all feeling because I remember what it was like working at night audit shift and having to, you know, come in the next day at seven in the morning kind of thing. Right, right. right. Wow. So again, so I'm saying this to my future hotel owners and I'm saying this to you. When you get these hotels, the people who work for you, they're working their butt off for you and you just want to appreciate them and you want yes. to take care of them. Because if you don't take care of your people, they're not going to take care of your property. And that right. way you can be able to scale. So just make sure that you remember that to all the future hotel owners. That's it. That's it. That's a good piece. That's a good piece of advice for those of us that are getting in and looking to get in. Definitely take care of your people. That's key. That's important. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, about to about to wrap up here. You have dropped so much today. I really, really appreciate it. How can people get in contact with you? Yep, they can connect with me. I'm on Instagram at Davon Reeves. I'm on LinkedIn, Davon Reeves. Uh, the website, the Von Group, and also Vester.com. So definitely, definitely connect with me. Yes, yes, please do. She is, I'm telling you guys, she is amazing. She is doing her thing in this business. Definitely keep tabs on her. Check her out. Check out her social media. Connect with her, um, especially if you're looking to get into this business and, and make something happen. Hop on one of her webinars. Hop on a tour uh, that she's that she's doing as well. So I know I keep frequenting down to Atlanta and I keep missing her. So I have to make sure we connect. <laughs> yeah make sure we connect next time i get down there which i think that's um gonna some, i think i'm down there next month i have to figure it out i'll let you know okay um, please do yeah so we'll, we'll definitely do that so that's gonna wrap it up here for us today on the deal masters awesome awesome episode davon thank you so much for coming on and for being our first guest on this relaunch we really appreciate and it Tamir, he decided to join us too yes <laughs> yes one and a half guests Right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right. Thank you so much, Sterling. You are very welcome. Well, everyone, thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.